0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.
1: BS in the Morning, Westplex 107.1, 104.5 KSOQ, together, back again. Shelly, are you there? I'm here. You know, we have our big, our big first day show on Monday. And, man, we did. I'm looking so forward to our second-day show yesterday. And Shelly calls me up yesterday morning and I can't talk. I lost my voice.
0: And you said, that's okay, Shelly, because you hardly talk at all anyway.
1: <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> that's Any- what he said, everyone. <laughs> anyway, it's 6-12. Uh, it is BS in the morning. For those of you on 104.5, uh, we do the show. Matter of fact, tomorrow will be our anniversary. If you know the background before, because of this, we put on our new station, Westplex One Hundred Seven Point One, which is primarily in the St. Charles County area. We do cover into uh, Lincoln County, and uh, uh, pretty much that's pretty much it. And but our transmitter is right there at uh, at uh, Bryan and Feisey, so we're right in the heart of the Westplex: O'Fallon, St. Charles, St. Peters, Darden Prairie, Lake St. Louis, Wentzville, that that area. And for a long time, uh, we were just, matter of fact, as of two years tomorrow, we were just on uh, 107.1. And then as of Monday, we went on both stations. So uh, those people in Franklin County, St. Charles County, Warren County, and Gasconade County who've never heard us before, now you get the chance to hear, well, you know, there are 42 morning shows in, uh, in St. Louis, and we are happy. We are proud of the fact that we are ranked number 41.
0: Yes. And we're the only show with all this BS.
1: Yes, and when you hear, and especially Shelly, when you hear her talk, you know, if she says the sky's blue, go outside and look, and the sky will be purple. If she says uh, today gasoline is, uh, you know, $1.89 a gallon, you'll go to the gas station, it'll be 4 a gallon. That's just the kind of stuff you get from us.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. Brad, thank man, you.
1: all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Uh, first off, the situation down in Florida, man, this is so sad. I mean, uh, you know, there's so many. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of all these uh, first responders and all these uh, teams working painstakingly, going through literally picking up little tiny pieces of the building. I mean, and then they put it in a, you know, they put it in a truck, and then they the truck goes somewhere and they dump it, and they're going to go through it again. I think they now have found 12 people officially. Uh, in, in the apartment complex or the, the Oh, condo I'm complex. so sorry Yeah, and there's still, still like 148 I think 148 I undercounted for And um, I mean you I think everybody sort of knows It's sort of like when we went through 9-11 You know the fate that, And and I hate to say it But now it'll be What, tomorrow it'll be day 8 Today's day 7, it collapsed a week ago uh, Tomorrow So today's day 7, tomorrow's day 8 I mean, the chances are pretty, 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 pretty bad that anybody's going to be found alive. And more stuff keeps coming out about how the building was in bad shape. I don't know if you heard this yesterday. It came out that that uh, they had uh, they had a meeting recently, or sent a letter out to all the condo owners that there was fifteen million dollars worth of work that needed to be done, and everybody was going to get at least, depending upon the size of your condo, you're going to get at least an eighty thousand dollar assessment. Now. Here's my question to you, Shelley. Instead of living in your house, and if you lived in a condo, and one day the condo association said, hey, we've got to make some repairs here at the condo, and here's a bill for $80,000, what would you do?
0: I would put in my two weeks notice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean... I know the people down in Florida. There's some money in Florida. Obviously, people live in Florida, especially in this area, because this is like... There's
0: money everywhere, Well, no, this
1: is the ritzy-doo area of Florida. I mean, this is like, you know, like all the fancy-schmancy condos and things like that. I mean, I don't think most people, if, you know, I'll speak for myself. If somebody, you know, said all of a sudden I had to pay $80,000 for a condo I was living in, and once again... I might be making payments on it already. Let's say I didn't pay cash for it. Let's say, you know, I got the, the 30-year plan and I'm paying, you know, I mean, I think these condos are in the five $600,000 range. I mean, let's mm-hmm. say you do a, you know, 30-year loan on that, not me, me being Joe Financial Advisor, but I would imagine if you were doing like, you know, at a decent interest rate, your payments are what, $2,000, $3,000 a month, something like that. Something you know, like that, yeah. You know, for like a five hundred, six hundred thousand dollar house, and all of a sudden, the you know the condo association says, ah, by the way, yo is eighty thousand. I mean, what happens if you don't have it? I mean, what do they do? Kick you out? Probably. I mean, you know, I I don't I'm going like, man, I don't know. And you know what? what? I don't I quite I don't quite understand, and I never will. And for those of you who live in condos, you know, I if you like it, I say more power to you. If this is your lifestyle. I've never understood it in my life. It's like living in an apartment life. But that's the whole thing. It's like an apartment that you buy. I don't understand Mm -hmm. that. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And people talk about like, oh, it's great. You don't have to worry about anything. They take care of your snow. They cut your grass. I go like, you know, there are people you can hire to do that at your house. (laughs) There's people you can hire Mm -hmm. to, to push your snow and cut your grass and matter of fact you know that's probably one of the areas that's exploding like as far as lawn care everybody and their brother does lawn care right now you know I mean and and every year there's a bunch of new guys that start at it and some no, some don't finish the year but there are a lot of guys that have done this for years and make a good living at it and do a really nice job and they can't that
0: is the true statement
1: they come and they take care of your flower beds and they do that you know and and even to the point where like it was like when I first started in business, uh, you know, I rented a place in a business complex. You know what I'm talking about? Matter of fact, I uh, do. Nelly, at the time, Nelly was not there. But if I was still there, Nelly would be my neighbor. He would be right behind me in the secret office place that Nelly won't tell anybody about. But he's got a secret office in St. Louis County, which nobody knows about, but I know about. But anyway, it was what's called a triple net lease. You know what a triple net lease is? I do. I'm responsible. For, I I rent this place that I was in this the office building I was in. I rent it, but I pay for everything. And if they were going to do, if they're going to redo the parking lot, they figured out how many square feet I had and what percentage of the entire building that was. They sent me a bill. I had to pay for the, the I, you know, and in, the, in the, the span of five years when I was there, I paid to re- repair the parking lot, uh, put a new roof on the place, uh, paid the property taxes. I mean, I'm going like, okay, isn't like the guy that owns this, isn't he responsible for this stuff? Nope. You know, to the point where any expenses above and beyond uh the normal expenses uh you pay for. And I'm going like, Okay. And it was really funny because how I ended up in a building that I owned, my my banker one day came to me and said, Hey, he says he's like kidding me. he says, Hey, how you like that triple net lease? I go, I hate it. He goes, You need to buy a place. And I go, Yeah, I do. He says, Well, I I can help you with that. I go, Really? He says, Find a place and I did, and he did, and he financed it for me. And we moved. And to so the point I'm going, like, why in the world would anybody rent a place like this? Matter of fact, in our in our prospectors meeting, uh, you know, Steve Kendrick, shop around the corner? I do. Steve talked about this at our last meeting, that when he first started in business, and he told this story that his lease was up, like, in a week. The lease was, was he only had a lease, and he was already moving to the location he's at right now, and his lease was up in a week, and all of a sudden, the building owner decided... Hey, tomorrow we're fixing the parking lot, uh, so you need to move your cars. And by the way, we'll send you a bill for your uh, pro-rated share of the parking lot improvements. And he got like an $1,800 bill that he had to pay. So it's like, holy cow, why would you do that? I don't get it.
0: But I don't get it either, but I it mean,
1: happens. Would you ever want to be in a condo?
0: You know, it's really funny that you say that because I've often thought about that lately.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. That, I have. That you just move into a place and go. Oh, it's all done. I have to worry about it, right?
0: Yes, I was thinking more of a villa because they
1: tend to be bigger and a little bit more private. But see, I don't even get that. That's like having. That's like having a you know a neighbor that's you know attached to your house. You know what I mean? I don't understand that either. I guess you know what's going to happen is. It shows what an old guy I am because, you know, the new people are going like, you know, like the young people are like, oh, we want to live downtown on Wash Avenue. We want to live in a loft. I'm going like, yeah, you do. I don't understand that either. See, now, if I was rich, you know where I'd lived? (laughs) No, seriously.
0: Where would you live?
1: In a warehouse.
0: With shipping containers?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be, well, no, no, think about it. Talk about flexible space. I mean, you know, to the point where, and you laugh about that with shipping containers. You know, you want to put a you know bedroom in, you just buy a shipping container. You just put it in there. You know, sort of, like, sort of like that house there in St. Charles that's made out of shipping containers. But the only difference is you don't. Where Is there a house in St. Charles made out of shipping containers? You don't know about that house? No. It's six shipping containers. It's three on the first floor, three on the second floor.
0: It's, I think I'm ignoring you today.
1: No, 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 no. National news. I'll, 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 will send you the pictures of it. It's, it's. Show me. I'm from Missouri. There's a place in the city. Well, uh, they they built a place in the city like that too. It's down in North City. Couple built it. Um, uh, matter of fact, there's some really cool shipping container ho- homes built around the country. Some of them you would be, I mean, be knocked out by some of the, uh, places that p- now the downside is in some areas, you can't do it because of building code, not necessarily because they don't want shipping containers, but like, for example, in certain areas, you can't have uh, a residential building made out of steel. It has to be, it has to be uh, brick or, or, you know, two by fours or siding and stuff like that. It can't be steel. And uh, you know, there's there's crazy weird regulations about that. But yeah, you don't you really don't know about the shipping container house in in uh, in uh, St. Charles. It's 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 four. It's no. It's Where six, does it sit? It's I can't remember what street it's on. It's it's uh, it's near Frenchtown, if I'm not mistaken. And okay. I, I'll send you. I'll send you a picture of it they, because it's really interesting. Yeah.
0: Because I'm calling BS on that.
1: Man, you're gonna you're gonna deny that because of the fact that I this one I got you I got you nailed on this one. It's it's a for real place. And matter we of fact, see, it's, it's been all over the news. Matter of fact, it's got national news. It's a guy, and I don't think they're married. It's this guy and his girlfriend, his partner, whatever. And he's an artist. And not only is the place cool looking because of what he did with the shipping containers, but he's got all this cool art. And like for example, his bed. Is a is a cantilevered bed. I remember reading this, where the bed is like bolted to the wall, but there's nothing underneath it. You know what I mean? It like it's like bolted to the wall, but it just hangs out. There's no like bed frame underneath it. You know what I'm so, You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like it's like a like we talk about this thing with the with the Florida condos. It's a balcony, and boy, that's another thing that came out. Man, we need to talk about this later. Uh, I got all sorts of stuff to talk about this morning, and I've got a revelation. What's the lady's name? I think her name is Gwen Berry the, uh, the lady who was uh, uh, protested, she came in third, the Bronze Olympics, and she wouldn't stand for, this, for the national anthem. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. That's not the story, and I have the real story. She's, getting sort, of, she's sort of getting a bad, a bad rap because of the fact that that's not what happened. And it wasn't the fact that she was upset about the national anthem. That would, had nothing to do with it. The real reason, you won't believe it, and I know it. We'll talk about that next hour. Okay, this is BS in the morning. Uh, what do we do? We give BS check out our logo bsinthemorning.show uh look at the logo Shelly you know two years that logo has been up for almost I think we started that logo a couple weeks after we started the show didn't we uh yes it was actually the first week and Shelly saw the logo and fell instantly in love with it she goes oh my god everything about that logo is perfect
0: that's not completely accurate
1: And by the way, we mentioned Steve Kendrick. If you've never been to Shop Around the Corner in Washington, that place you need to check out. You know, you go to most uh, secondhand stores, resale shops, whatever you want to call it, and they're like, you know, two, 3,000 square feet. This place is 35,000 square feet. It's huge, and it's filled with stuff, and a lot of new stuff, too, and really great prices. So we're trying to give uh, Steve a plug there. Steve's a great guy, him and his wife, and I think his son and daughter-in-law run it as well now, too. So... Great people, um, you know, local business people, uh, working hard every day. That's the kind of people we like, right?
0: Exactly.
1: 625. B.S. in the morning, Westplex 107.1, KSLQ, and it is Shelly and I as B.S. in the morning. That's the uh, group Luna, L-O-O-N-A, 13 Korean women, and only one of them sings. I still can't figure it out.
0: But they sound beautiful. Well, but I don't
1: get it. It's like maybe
0: they're like ducks, where one when one takes over, the other one um, she gets weary, and the other one takes over.
1: Those are geese. Ducks don't do that. No, seriously. Duck, duck, goose. No, whatever. No, they're. That's like saying you know, women, man. Of course, nowadays there's no difference anymore.
0: It is geese, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. What?
1: I said it's like saying women man, because nowadays there's there's no there's no difference anymore. By the way, I don't know if you saw that that Supreme Court. It was it was the wasn't a ruling. They they didn't hear the case. uh The guy who sued about the bathroom. He was a high school student at the time, and the guy sued about the bathroom deal. I and don't remember. I'm sorry. The Supreme Court did not hear the case. In other words, the the last court it was in whatever court of appeals it was in that's now the ruling because the supreme court essentially said we don't see any problem with this ruling so the ruling stands and essentially what it means is that um this this guy was in high school and he was you know he was transitioning he was a guy but he was now a woman or whatever i mean once again i still don't quite understand that how one day you could you know <laughs> <I> mean,
0: <laughs> anyway go on
1: And anyway uh he he decided he was going to go to the women's bathroom The girl's bathroom. And they said, no, you can't do that. You have to go to the bathroom that's your sex, that's on your birth certificate, whatever the deal was. And he sued and it went through the court system a bunch of times. And the Supreme Court just recently turned down, which means the last court it's under is now the judgment, which means he can go to any bathroom he wants. So, if, like... He
0: showed them.
1: Well, yeah, he showed them. <laughs> I'll show you. You know, I'll, this, you know, Mr. Principal, I'll take this all the way to the Supreme Court. It's just like the girl who won the, the... That was last week, the, the cheerleader. You know, the, this Supreme Court decision? Uh-uh. Oh, my God, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, a young lady was... I believe the case was she was on the Junior Varsity cheer squad, and she tried out for the varsity squad, and she didn't make it. So okay. her so her and her girlfriend go home that night and they're at their home and they start sending out all these nasty social media posts. You know I could see a young <laughs> girl doing that and they were they were you know i think they did some videos and they're like you know showing the the third phalanges you know what i'm talking about and and they were they were f-bombing and they were f-bombing the coach and f-bombing the school and f-bombing the other girls and the you know they were just they were basically
0: being good sports
1: about the whole thing right they were being the opposite of being good sports they were they were shall we say they were urinated off okay and uh and and (laughs) so So they got kicked, she got kicked off the JV squad because of the fact that she got essentially thrown off of cheerleading altogether because of the fact that that she disrespected the school in the whole bit. And uh, she took this all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court essentially said, hey, First Amendment, you know, you weren't on school property. You know, you weren't, uh, you know, you were, it wasn't, uh, you weren't uh, acting in an official capacity of the school. You were essentially expressing your opinion. That's okay. So, <laughs> so essentially, the Supreme Court says, if you don't make it on the cheer squad, and you decide you're going to, you know, put all sorts of nasty videos and memes and pictures and and tweet tweets and, and Facebook posts, that's okay. You can do that. But you know, I, I'm going like, okay, this gets more interesting all the time. The Supreme Court's been pretty interesting. You know, today I yes, believe, have. if I'm not mistaken, the way it works is they hear the cases. Uh, usually in the fall and in the winter, and then they go in like hibernation to decide all the cases, and this is when they all the cases come out. And if I'm not mistaken, they all all the decisions have to come out by today because today's the last day of June. Today's the third last day of June, it's the last day of first quarter, and then essentially, uh, officially tomorrow, July first, they're on they're on vacation and they're on vacation. I think they take July and August off and then they come back for they almost got as good a deal as a school teacher. They only work ten months a year. Who's that? The Supreme Court, oh yeah, the, the Supremes, and and then the I think Supremes. they then they come back on <laughs> September first. So anyway, the, the 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 and what's really interesting this session is, you know, there's been all this controversy about the Democrats saying we we're going to put more people on the Supreme Court. We've, we we would have put 13 people on the Supreme Court. So it's interesting because there's been a bunch of decisions by the Supreme Court that have been nine to nothing. The idea being is that the reason the Democrats don't like what's going on is there are six essentially conservative Republican judges and three liberal judges. So they're saying we're going to put put another another four on there, which would make it seven to six. In other words, they would put you know four liberal judges on there, and then they have seven votes. But yet what's now interesting is there's been all these decisions, out, nine to nothing, and there are people that are saying – the Supreme Court judges are doing that in purpose because they're showing that they really are independent. That you know that they're not you know everything like you know if, if, you know, if one issue is Republican oriented, they're not going to always vote for that. They're independent. So there've been several, and it's usually highly unusual the Supreme Court to come back with a nine-zero. You know, depending upon which side of the fence it is, but you know, whichever with a 9-0 decision. So anyway, there's your legal talk for this morning. So, legal speak by Brad. <laughs> and by the way. Uh, you know, we we talked about this Monday, we never got around to it. Next break, we'll talk about the flashers and bad weather, because that happened to me on Monday. God, I was in oh, one of
0: those... yeah, we figured that out, didn't we?
1: I was in one of those crazy, weird storms on Monday, where I'm driving along, and literally, I can see the wall of water in front of me. You know what I'm talking about? You're dri- I do. You're driving along, and it's dry, and all of a sudden, you go, oh, my God, oh, sh- it, in a 1,000 feet... I'm going to the car wash, you know? I mean, and yep. all of a sudden, yep. it's like, literally, it's not like you get a couple drops. It's like, literally, no rain, and then, like, typhoon, like, in two seconds. And yep. that happened to me on, on uh, Monday. And um, interesting, because Missouri law does not prohibit it, but some states do. We'll talk about that next break. And, matter of fact, we're going to have a guest on. We're going to have a, a highway patrol guy going to come on and tell us about it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. What's his name?
1: Officer Speed Ticket. You've got sort of interesting name got it yeah. 641 <laughs> you know you know there's like for example the guy who used to be the 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 uh, sheriff over in uh, st Clair county illinois uh-huh merle justice see you know you do i don't know about that but that's part of the reason you get hired in police police work if you have a name like that merle justice they went out they found they found, saw his name in the phone book years ago and they go we got to have this guy as a sheriff so they went and got him so the guy the guy, the highway patrol guy, will have on is got an interesting name like that too. Yeah, I Ma- don't
0: know if I believe what you just said. Oh, matter of
1: fact, you know, my next door neighbor used to be a highway patrol guy. They they particularly hired him because of his name. Why? His name was Raymond Dar.
0: Raymond Dar.
1: Yeah, Raymond Dar. He was he worked for the highway patrol, and and they put him on the traffic detail.
0: Oh, got it. I get it. Bad joke. Wahaha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Six forty-two. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Me he he. Excuse me. I I screwed that up, Shelly. My fault. It is now BS in the morning. Show on Westplex one hundred seven point one and one hundred four point five KSOQ. And also that thir- is correct. And also thirteen fifty crap. Krap. I had some of the other what? day. I go into. What's that? I had. I went somewhere the other day and lady. Um. I once again I had to show my ID for something. You know. Once I did again, too. It's, it's you know this crazy thing about the voting. Anyway. We'll talk about that another day. Uh, I had to show my ID for something, and the lady says, um, she says, I think I know who you are. And I go, I'm the guy on the wall in the post office. I'm one of 10. And she goes, no, no, no. You're a radio guy, aren't you? I go, yeah. And she goes, you're on a station, aren't you? I go, yeah, I'm on crap. And she looks at me. She's there's no such station as crap. I go, yeah, there's crap, K-R-A-P. And she's arguing with me. There's no way the FCC would put out a station crap. I go, yep. It's crap, and I own it. And she goes, I don't believe you. I go, well, let me tell tell you this. Our callers are crap. Our studios are crap. Our equipments are crap. Our vans are crap. The people that work there are crap. It's crap. And she says, you're lying to me.
0: (laughs) And she was in Washmo, right?
1: No, no. This was at a place in St. Charles County. (laughs)
0: oh okay because i'm like if she's in washmo (laughs) and she honestly does not believe that she doesn't get out very much
1: well yeah because our signs on highway 47 and remember when that first went up remember we had all the people putting social media posts they'd get out of their car yeah and
0: they'd take
1: selfies with with their cell because remember when they first started somebody sent me somebody 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 uh I can't remember if it was, they. they I think they, they sent me a DM or whatever it was, or, or they texted me and go like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link to this guy who posted this. It's on, one of my friends is on a Facebook page and he's got a selfie in front of your sign at your radio station. I go, I don't even know who that guy is. I looked at it, I go, I, go, I have no idea who this. And it got to the point where over the course of like the first six months, the sign was up. That happened like once a week someone sent it me did. would send me a link of somebody who was getting out of their car taking a selfie of a picture with themselves at the sign matter of fact it's sort of like if you know this story like in Colorado you know the 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 mile marker the mile marker 420 no well people would get out of their cars and take selfies on the mile marker 420. 4- 420. I think it's on Interstate 70.
0: Oh, because of uh marijuana. Yeah, the
1: marijuana thing 420. So and then yeah. and then not only that they would steal the sign all the time. So they changed it now. So it's now it's like I think the mile marker is now 49 they moved it like a couple of feet and the mile marker is like now 419.99. <laughs>
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's no... That's
0: hilarious. There's no
1: 420 mile marker anymore. It's just mile marker because they got tired of replacing the sign all the time. You know, and anyway. Um,
0: oh, hilarious. A uh,
1: bunch of things to talk about this morning. Uh, we talked about the uh, sad situation with uh, uh, the um, um, thing in Florida. Here's one for you. How about Princess Diana's car? Her, her car sells at auction. Did you know? Did you hear about this story? Three point two million. No, 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 no. But what's interesting about it is nobody knew this car existed anymore. They thought the car had was gone, had been destroyed, then had, destroyed, had been bought up by the English government. You know, the Queen, stuff like that. And all of a sudden, the car appears, and it was legit, and it was Diana's car. We'll talk about that next break. Uh, well, how much did it go for? Not as much as you think. It was sort of interesting because the auction house said it was going to go for what I thought was a relatively low price. It essentially went for double what the auction house said it was going to go for. But still, and it's documented, and there's all sorts of pictures of her in the car, which is sort yeah. of... An... There's definitely some provenance going on there. Well, but, and it's interesting. You know who gave her the car? She didn't buy who? it. It was given to her. Well, I'm not going to tell you. You have to listen next hour. You know. <sighs> You know, there's a method to my madness, you know. we're trying. There usually is, sir. As my old boss would say, we're trying to get you past that quarter hour. That's what we're trying to do. The non-radio people are going, what the hell is he talking about? The radio people are going, oh, my God, (laughs) I know exactly what he's talking about. It's 6.52. B.S. in the morning on Westplex 107.1 and 104.5 KSLQ. It's brand new. This is day number two. It should be day number three, but yesterday Shelly wimped out on me she was so I did. she was so exhausted from our two-hour shift on monday morning <laughs>
0: i no lie it was it was a big one and i i was anticipating it and was really built up about it and boom it happened and then all of a sudden i'm like that's
1: done for those of you who've never heard us before on on our our new station we picked up actually two new stations on ksoq and crap 1350 um Shelly the reason the name of the show is there's two reasons BS in the morning is Brad and Shelly she's Brad I'm Shelly and the other reason is that
0: That's my reason.
1: The other reason is BS and I everything that comes out of my mouth is 100% fact Shelly's <coughs> mouth it's like BS 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 it's like it's like it's like ultimate BS it's... Uh,
0: that is a big fat lie ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> okay no but I'm the guy and once again I'm the guy and you know how you know how I I, I get Shelly to get mad at me yeah
0: be sure to do that Brad
1: you know how you know what I'll say that you always get upset about Sat. I have two worthless college degrees. I have a bachelor's oh. degree. Okay,
0: that's enough of your shenanigans.
1: <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in journalism. What, 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 journalism what, what. is no longer practiced in the United States. Okay, here's a perfect example. The big controversy, all the news stories are about this Gwen Berry lady who finished third in the hammer throw for the U.S. Olympics trials. And the reason, the big deal is she's the the first lady, the lady who finished first is a white woman. The second lady is a white woman. And number three is this Gwen Berry. She's a black lady. And she did not stand for the national anthem. When the national anthem was played, they're standing on, on you know, on the, on the, the whatever you call that thing. You know, where they, the, the number one stands at the top and the number two and number three are on either sides of the number one. She stood off the platform and put some goofy t-shirt over her head, said like, protest or something like that. Okay? You know what the interesting part of the story is? There's two interesting parts. so part- brave. No, there's two interesting parts of the story. First What's off, that? The lady who won. you know this? This is what's sad you know who the lady who's number one? No. Deanna Price. Guess where she was from. Guess where she's from. Where? Moscow Mills, Missouri. Oh, really? She went to. I believe she went to Troy Buchanan High School in Troy. Now, and here's the other interesting thing. Everybody's talking about, oh, that, that, that uh, Gwen Berry. She didn't stand for the national anthem. Okay, first off, that's totally misunderstood, and I will clear that up in a minute. But here's the interesting part of it. Not only did Deanna Price win, she broke a world record. Really? She, yes, she she threw the hammer 80 meters, which was her best. Matter of fact, I just I'll just re- read this. This this is and what's interesting is you have to search really hard on Google to find the story about Deanna Price, which is sad. Once again, she's a local gal, grew up here in the area, St. Uh, Moscow Mills. I always get confused. Is that is that St. Charles County? Is that Lincoln County? It's right on the border. Is that I, I believe that's St. Charles County. I believe Saint Charles Moscow Mills is St. Charles County. But it's almost in Lincoln County up there in forty sixty one, okay? So yes, all you see is true. story after story after story about Gwenberry, 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 Gwenberry. If you go down like third page on Google, here's the story, and I'll read you the headline. Um Gwenberry or hold on it doesn't say that. I'm kidding. Eh, it took me to a Uh, Come on, where is it? Deanna Price breaks 80-meter barrier... Are you
0: involved in a porn storm now?
1: No, no, no. Deanna Price breaks 80-meter barrier to hammer into history at Olympics track and field trials. And the article starts on Eugene, Oregon. Deanna Price started her second by... Her season by breaking her own American record in the hammer throw and felt like it would be smooth sailing in the U.S. Olympic team's trials, track and field. Instead, it's been a harrowing journey to the top of the Hayward Field podium. Ultimately, she came out on top, breaking the meet record twice and the American record twice to land on her second Olympic team. At five, uh, All five of Price's legal throws would have won the competition, but her longest, 80.31 meters, 263 feet, in the fifth round, put her in rarefied air. The reigning world champion became just the second woman ever to throw the four kilogram eight point eight pound ball and chain over eighty meters. Anita, I can't pronounce her name, Wozel, Poland, holds the record of eighty two point nine eight and has eighteen of history's twenty longest throws. Price now has number seven performance. And here is a local woman who set a record, a US record. And nobody knows who she is because everybody's paying attention to Gwen Berry. Now, I have it on authority. I know the true story. Of
0: course you do. You I, always do, Brad.
1: I, I know the true story of why Gwen Berry was so upset. Why? Well, you're not going to believe this. And I know you're going you're to roll your eyes and you're going to go, oh, I can't believe he's this is more Brad BS. No, this is true. True story. The, the Olympic trials were in the afternoon, Okay. And uh-huh. as a part of as a part of a sponsorship, she ate at a particular restaurant for lunch that day, okay? Because they're trying to groom her for, you know, a sponsorship for this restaurant. And she had she had, you know, big sandwich at this restaurant. And right before she went onto the podium to get her award, her trainer came up to her and whispered in her and said, "Gwen?" And Gwen said, "Yeah." I got some bad news for you. And Gwen said, okay, what is it? Well, you know when we had lunch today? Yeah. The trainer whispers in there, his well, there's a problem with what you ate. And Gwen says, oh, I feel okay. I don't feel sick or anything. No, 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 no. That's not the thing. Not the thing. Remember you had the tuna sub from Subway? And Gwen says, yeah. And the trainer says, Gwen, there was no tuna in that tuna sub. So right at that moment they started playing the National Anthem. And Gwen was so mad because she went to Subway and ate a tuna sub that didn't have any tuna in it. Okay. And that's the reason she's stand for the National Anthem, because she was so upset about finding out that she got duped into eating a fake a fake tuna sub sandwich at Subway.
0: Okay. Is that what you're going with? <laughs> You don't
1: believe me do you? No. <laughs> it's it's a true story. You think I make that up? Come on. Absolutely. No, no way in the world I make that up. No way in the world I make that up. It's a true story. She's still upset. As a matter of fact, she was on news last night. And because, you know, and, and she's, she came out and she said, everybody think this is a racial issue. It has nothing to do with race. It has to do with the fact that when I went to Subway and I ordered a tuna sub, I want tuna on my sub. When I found out there's no tuna on my sub, I'm fit to be tied. That's why I'm not standing for the national anthem. Because this country, if this country was any good, they wouldn't allow a place like Subway to serve tuna subs with no tuna in it. That's what she was saying. Uh-huh. Didn't you see her on... She was on CNN last night doing that.
0: Don't watch TV. (laughs) Specifically for that. You you think I'm making this up. Okay. I do.
1: (laughs) I would never do that. Okay. Send it to me. Here's Here's the Diana... Princess Diana's car story. Okay. In 1981, Prince Charles, as an engagement present, gave a car... To the soon-to-be Princess Diana. This was in 1981. He gave her a 1981 Ford Escort Ghia, and um, this was a car that that she that was given to her by by the uh, by the Prince Charles. And what's interesting is, even though it's a Ford Escort Ghia, it's not this Ford Escort we had in the United States. It's a what's weird is they do. The, ford does this especially they use the same model name but it's a different car it's not like the escorts we had in the united states this was a four-door car and it was a gear, which was a high-end one now what's interesting about it is he had something very special installed on the hood he had a frog medallion honest to god a frog medallion that looks like the frog is jumping through the air uh, and it was installed on the hood and how this car came to be, and no one knows exactly how, how this lady got it, but she ended up with this car, and she hid it away for years and years and years and years. They thought the car would get between $41,500 and $55,000. Guess what the final selling price for the car was?
0: Sixty-two.
1: Seventy-two 72800 Really? Yeah, $52,640 pounds. In American dollars, $72,800 uh, 72, pounds. Um, wow. The car was given to Diana by Prince Charles in May of 1981, two months before the pair's wedding, according to Raymond Dansey Auctions. The young princess drove the vehicle until August of 1982. She was still driving the car. The car was on, was sold on Tuesday with his original registration number, paintwork, and radio. And she put, ready for this, she put 83,000 miles on the car. It was brand new. She drove it for 83,000 miles. Quote, the Ford was Princess Diana's personal transport in the earlier and happiest part of her relationship with the Prince of Wales. And there are numerous (coughs) photographs of her driving it and even her watching the prince playing polo sitting inside it. The auctioneer said the unnamed seller was a woman who was a great admirer of Diana and who kept the car's royal roots a secret even from her friends. She had this car and she never told anybody that it was Princess Diana and they're, they're still not sure how she got it. The Ford Saloon, that's what they call four-door car, cars in England, the Ford Saloon comes with a silver frog mascot on the bonnet, a copy of a gift from Diana's sister, Sarah Spencer. Raymond Dancy, that's the auction house, said the gift was to remind Diana of the fairy tale of a beautiful girl who kiss, turns a frog into a prince. It's not the first time a Diana vehicle sold for an impressive amount. Her Audi convertible last year was sold for $80,000, and that's like a 76 or something like that can you believe that you know i can john paul ii pope john paul ii i guess it was about 10 or 15 years ago before he was like the pope he was like just joe priest and um he drove i can't remember what kind of car he has and he drove that car and then he sold it to somebody and that person sold it for like two hundred thousand dollars it was the pope's car you know, because you could, you know, you hey, and it had the original title. It showed like, you know, his. I can't remember what John Paul II's name was. Uh, had his name on there. You know, the whole bit. You know, he was the the official. You know, the official guy. And and you know, what's interesting about that is I have I have cars like that as well too. Okay. I have cars owned by by very very you know very uh, important people. You do. I do. Yeah.
0: Such as.
1: I have one of Donald Trump's old cars. No, you do not. I do. I got one of his old cars. Okay. What else? You don't believe me about having one of Donald Trump's old cars? I do not. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is when Donald Trump wasn't doing so well.
0: What is that that Yugo you have?
1: Yes, it's the Yugo that Donald Trump used to drive. People don't believe it.
0: He loved that car. <laughs> it was his favorite car.
1: <laughs> okay, this is the Princess Diana story. Okay, <laughs> you're ready for this one. Okay, and... I'm going to get myself in trouble with this story, but I've talked about this before. And the current thing is, as a matter of fact, this deal with the Supreme Court decision or the non-decision with the the high school kid who decided one day he was a woman and he went to the women's restroom and they kicked him out and they said, you have to go to the restroom of your birth. Now, Supreme Court decision. Okay. Here we go again with a guy in England and his name is actually, he's changed his name. His name is... Oli London, O L I L O N D O N. Okay, he identifies as non-binary, and he said that he's been trapped in the wrong body for eight years. Now, what's interesting is,
0: and how old was this person?
1: Uh, I think he's, I think he's, um, I think he's like in his early twenties.
0: So it took him a while to discover his.
1: Well, preferences. This is this is what's interesting. I think I think is 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 early to mid twenties. Okay. Okay. He's not trapped in the wrong body because because of sex. He's trapped right. in the wrong. It
0: usually, he's never about that.
1: No, he's trapped trapped in the wrong body because of his race. So over the past oh, eight really? years, yes, over the past that's years, that's interesting. Over the past eight years, he's endured eighteen surgeries including extensive work on his eyes and a brow lift. And he spent over $150,000. This is Ole London. Spent over $150,000 on all these surgeries. Do you know why? No, I don't. Why? He has changed his race to Korean. From? Well, he's a white dude from England. So he's a he's a pasty white dude from England. So he's changed his race. He's got these these eighteen surgeries. Paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Eight years, and he changed his looks to be the duplicate of Jamin, who is the lead singer for BTS.
0: Oh, really?
1: And he's changed his name to <laughs> Jamin. Not only is he is or it whatever you want to call it. Uh, not only is is he changed his name. He's changed his race to Korean. And um, there's a quote in here. The racial transition, as Jameen puts it, is drawing lots of criticism. to which they say being transsexual is the same thing. This is what he says. Being transsexual is the same thing as being transracial because you're born in the wrong body. That's what I said all along. Remember, I talked about this last week. I said, one morning I wake up, I'm going to go like, you know, today I'm going to be an Eskimo. And tomorrow I'm wake up. You and never say that. I did. I wake up every morning and go. No, you do. I want to be I want to be an eskimo today. Or tomorrow I want to I no, want I want to be I
0: want to be a fox today. Me 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 me
1: me. Okay. Shelly That's has, what you say. Shelly has thrown down the gauntlet.
0: What does the fox say? Me 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 me
1: and what is and what is what is the most important man in the world say about that you're a line dog-faced pony soldier that's what he does uh and then yeah. and then well you know Shelley didn't talk about the fact that when joe biden was in town recently he came over to her and he said bend down and whisper in my ear that's what he said anyway so so no hold on man. so here's what i don't understand this remember the lady who got herself in trouble I, her name is uh uh, and she changed her name because she got so much pushback. And her real her name was Rachel Dalazal. Remember this story? She was the head of the NAACP, I believe, in Washington State, and she she said she was black, and it turns out she wasn't. And, no i don't remember that oh yeah and they kicked her out of the naacp i'm going like no hold on a minute now. rightfully so well no why why because why can't you if you can say like if tomorrow i decide i don't want to be man anymore tomorrow if i want to identify as a woman and i want to change my pronouns i you know i don't want to change it, to it and they tomorrow i want you to call me bradette and instead of referring to me as he or him i want you to refer to me as he or her or she or her okay so tomorrow i'm going to be bradette okay why can't I? I can do that now because everything's cool with that. You know, if tomorrow if I want to be a woman, I'm a woman. And then if Thursday or Friday, if I want to be a man again, I can be a man again. Okay. Remember we'd read that story about the, uh, the attorney that wrote the opinion for the school districts having problems with this, that kids can come to school now and declare they're a dog. The only thing is, remember?
0: Yeah, I remember that BS. And you
1: didn't believe me when I read that. It was an attorney that read it. It was an attorney that let, wrote yes. a letter to, to a high school. because That they, is so ridiculous. Because the kid showed up at school one day and announced to the teacher that he was identifying that day as a dog. And if you wanted to talk to him, you had to bark at him. And the school district and the attorney said, yep, under the current law, that's legal. If he shows up for school and declares himself a dog, you have to bark at him. But if he gets on the ground and starts, you know, you know, wetting the floor and stuff like that, then you can kick him out. Because that's that's going past the fact of, of, you know, he's not just displaying his new identity. He's making a mess on the floor and he's disturbing the classroom. But he can be in the class. And if someone ca- if the teacher calls him and say, you know, Jimmy, what's two plus two? He'll go roof, 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 roof. That's right, Jimmy.
0: <laughs> Was that four doinks?
1: <laughs> or, or, or if someone said, if someone said, Shelly, what's two doinks plus two doinks?
0: Doink, 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 doink.
1: That's the same kind of thing. That's the doink. doink. So, so, so this guy who's now who's now Jamin, who is actually has the same name as the BTS, and you know BTS. We play the song Dynamite here in the radio station. Um, he looks, and the crazy thing is. There's pictures here. He doesn't look like at all like the guy because the crazy part of it is his hair is white. Now, explain that to me. If you're going to look like a Korean person, let's be honest, most Korean people have dark black hair, right? Yeah, but not... You know the craze is to sit there and color your hair multiple colors. Yeah, but I'm looking at this story and Jimin, the guy from the... Jimin, the guy's name is Park Jimin. He's the BTS singer. I see in his picture... He's got, well, I guess he does have blonde hair. Yeah, he's got blonde hair. Okay, I, I see it now. I was going to say, his hair, it, it's not blonde blonde. It's got, it's sort of like, what's that term that my mom used to always say? She used to make fun of women. She, she's got dishwater blonde hair. What does that mean? What does dishwater blonde mean? It's a color. I mean, what, it's, isn't that like like a slam? Oh, dish, dishwater blonde. She's of a dishwater. Of course it is. What, what is what dishwater? is like, do you stick your head in the sink and then it changes your hair color? Is that what that is?
0: No, it's just not a bright. I don't know, because I've always had brunette hair, so did your I don't mom know ever I've ever
1: gone light. Did your mom ever. ever say that about dishwater blondes? I'm sorry? Did your mom ever call anybody a dishwater blonde? No, she my mom, never did. My mom used to do that all the whole time. Oh, she's a dishwater blonde. My mom was not happy with her hair. She was never happy with her hair. She used to wear wigs. Matter of fact, my friends all still laugh at the fact that my mom used to wear wigs. Back in the day, that was okay. Well, it's coming back. Is it really? Well, now yes. it's not wigs; it's extensions. Now, isn't it just exten extensions? Well, it's, it's both, actually. You know women that wear wigs. I do. Do you really? I do. And like, what kind of wigs? I mean, like long wigs.
0: Well, long, short, um, has to be Remy hair, so you can what's uh, what's curl Remy, it.
1: what's Remy hair?
0: It's it's human hair. It's just called Remy hair. And it's human hair, so you can curl it and color
1: it. Remy, isn't that the guy on on WIL?
0: I don't know. I don't listen to WIL.
1: Delco Remy, isn't that the morning show over there? Delco Remy. Or isn't he gone? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they. It's just like Phillips. And Haven't Walt.
0: they replaced him already? Yeah,
1: one. Yeah, well, they got rid of half the team. You know, they, you know, things are so bad they cut the team in half. Uh, anyway, uh, so so uh, so, you don't think that it's okay for me to tomorrow say I'm an Eskimo? No, seriously. I and mean, why why can't I be an American Indian? Can, can I tell? Why
0: you? would you want to be an Eskimo on a ninety degree day?
1: Can I tell you a weird story? One day, what? you know, I'm a license plate freak. I love license plates. Yes, I collect like license plates. i have personalized plates the whole bit. So one day, I'm at the post office in Washington, and the guy that pulls in in front of me, I look at his license plate, and his he, he you know like normally where it has on the bottom, it says you know it says the state because it was a weird looking license plate. I Go, what what state is that? And I came up behind him in the parking lot because it pulled right in front of me. And, you know, I parked in one space. I parked right next to him. And as I pulled up behind him, I realized that his license plate said Cherokee Nation. Oh. So I got out of my car and I walked up to him. I go, hey, man, your license plate. And he goes, you got a problem with it? And he got really defensive. And I go, oh, no, no. Man. I, I, I explained that to me. What's the Cherokee Nation? He explained to me that if you are an Indian and you are Cherokee, that you can get Cherokee Nation License plates that are good any state in the United States. Do you know this? I did. You did know that. I did. So and I, and and it still he was real defensive. I go, I go. I'm not making funny. I yeah, I told him. I said I'm a license plate freak. I mean, how do you do that? And he says you just have to prove that you're Cherokee. And he says okay. and we and you go through our tribal consul whatever like that and you register your car. And I said, well, so like w- the title of your car, what title? He says, oh, it's a Missouri, it's a Missouri l- title. He says, but I get the special deal where I get to put Cherokee Nation license plates on it. I go, okay. You
0: have to prove that you're on the registry.
1: Right, exactly. And he said he did. He said his, his, yeah. his mother was, was half Cherokee, which made him quarter Cherokee or whatever the heck it was. But I thought that was sort of interesting that you could be any state in the country and get Cherokee Nation license plates. I'm thinking yes. to myself, there's a license plate I'd love to have. Wouldn't it be cool to ride around you with didn't Cherokee? Did not
0: know I knew that?
1: How'd you know that? Because I told you because that before?
0: Because I'm Cherokee, Brad.
1: Because because Mark Lindsay. You like Who's that Mark song? Lindsay? You know who Mark Lindsay is?
0: No. You don't know who
1: Mark Lindsay is? No. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Mark sense. Lindsay. Hold on a minute. Uh, let me see uh, Hold on. Talk for a minute. I've got to type here.
0: What do you want me to say?
1: M A R K. I
0: don't know. I don't know what to say when you put me on the spot like oh, that. hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I can um, say that um, my husband is in the hospital, and he's going to be getting out today or tomorrow, and I'm happy about that.
1: Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You ready? You listening? I'm ready. Here we go. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Old Cherokee Nation. Mm hmm. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Put us on this reservation. Indian Reservation. <laughs> You're not Where'd saying that. Where'd the it? song go? I turned it off. <laughs> Cause, Why? Because it's screwed up. It's only playing in one channel. And, oh. and the other reason is because when I when I chop up this show for the podcast, I got to cut that part out.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Because the, the song Nazis will come after me. Yeah, they will. Remember the you, you, song brigade? No, no, seriously. Remember when I we when I uh, why on your birthday I played the Beatles song Birthday, and then I put the podcast yes. up, and it rejected the podcast because they automatically scan all everything on the internet, and it had a copyright violation. I had to take that out.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. It did didn't yeah. it? I, it
1: kicked it out, kicked it out because of the fact that it was a, tra- a trademark violation. So, so I can't do that anymore. I've got oh i got too many violations in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: feel violated on a daily basis, Brad? Uh,
1: I don't feel violated. I am violated on a daily basis. What are you talking about? It's seven twenty-six. It is BS in the morning with Bleeta Rexa. That's a real name. Do you know that Bleeta B L E T A Bleeta Bleda? I can't remember how you pronounce it, but she changed it to B B B B Rexa. Rexa's her, her her real last name. R E X H A. I love names like that. I'd love to have a unique name. I wish you I do had. Have a, a unique name? I don't. Everybody's name Hildebrand. No, it's not. First president of the United States was named Hildebrand. His stop his real, it!
0: His, I'm I'm ignoring you. His
1: real name was George Washington Hildebrand, but he stop didn't it. he didn't want to be identified as a German, so he changed his name.
0: Again, and <laughs> eh, stop it. You
1: think I'm kidding? Okay, okay, I'm a fast food guy. Okay, and I yes, get into I are, get into my. Yes, you are. That
0: my, is a an indeed thing.
1: I get into fast food, but not as much as Robert Goldwitzer, Jr. of Ankeny, Iowa. You know who Robert Goldwitzer Jr. is?
0: Isn't he in Ankeny, Iowa?
1: Yes. You know, you know where Ankeny is? Ankeny, I've been in Ankeny many times. Ankeny is a suburb of Des Moines. I used to work in Des Moines. I used to run, oh, okay. a, used to run a company in Des Moines. which is, And you know what? Once again, Des Moines and Omaha are two cities that get made fun of all the time, and they're both really nice cities. Omaha is an amazing city. Omaha is very similar to St. Louis. Very similar to St. Louis in, in the downtown area because it sits up in the bluffs, just like St. Louis sits up in the bluffs. And you go across the river, in this case, not the Mississippi as is in St. Louis, but the Missouri. And you go across the Missouri River because the downtown uh, area of, of uh, Omaha is right there in the Missouri River. You go across the bridge and then you're in Consul Bluffs, Iowa, and that's as flat as a board, just like going to Illinois and there's a levee that keeps the Missouri River out and there's casinos and a racetrack used to be a racetrack there's a, i think the racetrack's gone used to be a, a a dog track right there a dog a dog track and a and a horse track right there in in Consell Plus. anyway robert uh, what did i say his name was robert Goldwitzer, junior went through the drive thru at mcdonald's last week okay ordered some chicken nuggets and when he got home realized the dipping sauce that he requested Was not in the bag. So what does Mr. Goldwitzer do? He calls up the McDonald's on the phone and says, I put a bomb in the McDonald's. Oh my
0: gosh, he did not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First off, he says, I was just there. You guys didn't give me my dipping sauce. The guy who worked the window, I'm going to come back and punch him in the face. That's what he said. And then I'm going to put a bomb and blow up the McDonald's. So the manager of McDonald's, who took the call, next call was 911. She says, we just got a threatening call of a customer who claimed he didn't get his barbecue sauce with his nuggets. And he says he's going to come down here, punch out the drive-thru guy, and he's going to blow up the building. So the manager of McDonald's gives the phone number. Once again, you're calling. Everybody has caller ID now. Unless you block the call, they know who you are, right? So the manager of McDonald's gives the caller ID number to the Ankeny Police Department. And good old lieutenant, his name was Lieutenant Rob Kovacs, he calls up the number and says, uh, Hey, this is Lieutenant Rob Kovacs of the Ankeny Police Department. Um, We had a report that someone at this number... Just made a um, threat to the McDonald's in Ankeny. And the guy says, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and the lieutenant says. <laughs> Are
0: they, have they come to give me my my sauce? <laughs> yeah,
1: the lieutenant says, says, you know, that's not, that's against the law. And he says, well, I'll come down to the police department. We'll discuss it. So the guy gets his car and drives down to the Ankeny Police Department, walks in, it missed the whole thing. So yeah, that was me. I went through the drive-thru. When I got home with my nuggets, there was no barbecue sauce. So I was ticked. So I called him up, and I said I was going to punch that guy out. Of, I'm going to blow the place up. And Lieutenant says, you know, that's not how you do things. They charged him with a Class D felony of uh, making a false report of an explosive, an incendiary device, and threatening uh, assault on an employee of a business. Class D felony. I mean... What's the guy thinking? You know what's so crazy about that is ask anybody who's been in retail or worked in a restaurant or worked in a store, ask anybody and they'll tell you all these crazy weird stories of crazy weird things that crazy weird people do. And you're going like, "Why would you get so upset about that?" You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying?
0: I do. I mean, I mean
1: your daughter can her, your daughter, by the way, I saw that picture of her yesterday. Can we talk about that a little bit later? What picture would that be? Uh, it, was a, it was a selfie of her on her first day at work at the ICU. I know. Was she
0: like the most adorable pregnant person at the first day of her work ever?
1: Okay, so, I mean, your daughter has worked as a EMT in North City. She worked as a paramedic. In she worked
0: no- as a paramedic in North City, North yes. City.
1: I bet you she's got some stories, right? <laughs> She absolutely
0: does have some
1: stories, yes. <laughs> I bet you she's got some stories. Ask anybody who's worked as a police officer, a paramedic, or any of that kind of thing, deal with the public. I mean I mean, I did it for three years. I put myself through college as a police dispatcher. I can tell you bizarre, weird stories that happened to me as a police dispatcher. I mean, like, for example, I mean like people who'd call nine one one and want the weather report. You know, we'd get that like if they start to snow, people hey, how much snow are we gonna get? You know, sir, this is the emergency line. Yeah, I know, but this is an emergency. If it snows too much I can't get my car out of the driveway. Sir, this is an emergency number. You're not supposed to be calling us for a weather report. Yeah, but 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 I can't find the weather. What's it supposed to be? You know, I'm all the time. That has to happen all the time. You know, I mean, like there are people that remember. There's these nine one one calls of people calling and complain that the Domino's guy was late. You know, <laughs> you know they're dialing nine one one to complain that the that the Domino's guy didn't leave the the you know the Parmesan cheese uh, packet that he was supposed to. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean it's yeah, just,
0: I do. It's actually. just weird,
1: bizarre stuff. Okay, Shelly's daughter. Uh, she how how long was she a paramedic?
0: She was a paramedic for. Well, for down in the city, I think she was down there for about six to eight years.
1: Okay, within the last couple of years, she went back to school, got her BSRN, and
0: Yep, BSN and
1: I always want to say in nursing. Yeah, I want to say BSRN. It's BSN, Um, and got hired at Mercy Hospital in Washington. Yes. And her short stay at Mercy Hospital in Washington, what they call Little Mercy, uh, her short stay, she not only won the Daisy Award, which is a big deal, she won the Daisy Award twice. Right. She did, yes. And then they transferred her to, she's what, in the ICU at uh, At. The, she's
0: a trauma ICU nurse at
1: the Big Mercy. The Palace on Ballas. She's on the Big... The
0: Palace on Ballas, She's yes. on the
1: big one. So so, she started that, what, yesterday? Or yep, Monday? Monday. she sure did. Yesterday was her first day. Yes, it was. Okay, man, she's made some progress. I mean... Like, you know... She... I- i couldn't be
0: more proud of her if i if i i I just i can't be more proud of her you know if if when i'm standing at the pearly gates and it's my judgment day and they say what have you done good for the world i would point her out and say that right there is my biggest and best accomplishment
1: well you know it's it's sort of interesting is because i've got the same situation you've got one one child i have four and um You know, what's going to happen to me is that there will be that day when I'll be, you know, getting close to the pearly gates. And I've had this dream many times, and I know exactly what happens. I'm standing there, and I'm on, like, this little cliff. And one side's the pearly gates. The other side's Portland, Oregon right now with 110 degrees. You know what I'm saying? One side's heaven. The other side's hell. So, Uh And my kids are all standing there. And God says, okay, you're the sons and daughter of Brad. You make the decision and they push me over the side into into hell. Okay. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> That's my kids. <laughs> Is there a moral of the story? <laughs> the moral of the story is is be good to your kids because when you know because what's what's the old thing that because they're going to be
0: picking out your nursing home,
1: right? And there's there's two times you're wearing diapers, you know, and the second time is, is 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 you're you're not happy about that. The first time you don't realize you're in diapers. The second time you do realize and you're not happy about it or something like something like Correct. that. Correct. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be my kids.
0: I doubt that.
1: <laughs> my, 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 my one son on, on Barthing Persons Day, uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, my one son called me up and thanked me for, of all crazy things, you know what he thanked me for? uh uh-uh. Teaching him how to drive a stick shift.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, those, those things <laughs> matter. It's like my most important class that I ever took in school was keyboarding.
1: Well, I you and I have that in common. Typing
0: 101. You know,
1: actually. I, every once in a while I run into a teacher who, well, like, you know, they know I'm not real wild about teachers, and you know, I complain about teachers all the time. That they complain all the time. We've got a tough job. You know, I'm think like, you don't work holidays, you work, don't work nights, you got three months off. Man, that's a tough job. Uh, anyway, and they'll go like, well, look at you. If it wasn't for you, and I go, I agree. You know, the two most important classes I've had in school, and they well, was like math and science. No, it was drivers' ed and keyboard. But what is keyboarding? It was typing when I took it, it because you know. Back in the day, it was typing, typing. We learned on Remington typewriters. Remington typewriters, way back in the day. Anyway, my two most important classes. Okay, it's time to take a break. You're long-winded as usual. 744. Westplex 107.1. Yeah, I screwed that up again, Shelly. Darn it. It's uh, bsinthemorning.show. Now that we're on both stations, actually on three stations, the Trimalcast. KSOQ, Westplex 1071, and 1350 KRAP. And yes, those are our real call letters, right? It is. Uh, remember when we used to do high school sports?
0: I do remember that, actually. Probably
1: one of my... First start,
0: when I first started with you.
1: Yeah, probably one of, one of my most frustrating moments was when on our AM station, which is now crap, we decided to uh, do uh, nothing but Washington high school sports. We're just going to do all the football games. Yeah. And we got boycotted. Remember that? Mm. you, you not You're not going to talk about this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> We got boycotted by the Borgia fans because uh, I was told by, actually I was told by my banker that was a stupid move because of the fact that most of the business people in Washington went to Borgia, and if we're going to do nothing but the um, Washington games, that they wouldn't advertise with us, which turned out to be the truth. I'm going like, okay, I don't quite understand this, there's what? 2,000 kids at Washington High School, and there's 400 kids in, in Borgia, and Borgia draws from like seven counties. You know, did you know that? They have like students there from like seven counties in Borgia High School. They're like from Warren, St. Charles, Franklin, Gasconade, Lincoln, Jefferson. I mean, all all places. I mean, some people drive like 80, 90, 100 miles to go to Borgia High School every day. Do you know that? I do. Okay, you knew that. Okay, so anyway. Yeah, some
0: people have told me that, yes.
1: Anyway, um, I couldn't quite figure that out, you know, so I scratched my head and we lost our shirt. And not only we did, remember we did this, not only did we do the play-by-play on the radio, we did it on video. We did that. Yes, I mean, we that, did. Was, that was like eight years ago, right? Yep. Here's what's happening in high school sports. This is like the, the shot across the bow, and it comes from Indiana, Pennsylvania. There's a group of radio stations in Indiana, Pennsylvania called Renda Broadcasting. They have been told they are no longer allowed to broadcast the, uh, the name of the high school. is United High School Sports. They're no longer allowed to broadcast the sport, you know, the, uh, the sporting events on their radio stations in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Because you know why? Why? The school board signed an exclusive agreement with NFHS to an NFHS is a national company that's going around the country signing up high schools to be the exclusive provider of all their sports broadcast, play-by-play on the Internet, you know, streaming audio as well as video. So, really? Yeah. So the local radio stations who have done this for years. Years in, in, and years. Yes, I mean, like going back to the 50s in Indiana, Pennsylvania, all of a sudden are locked out. They can no longer broadcast the games. Now, what's interesting about that is in the state of Missouri – I don't know if that's going how that would work out because in the state of Missouri you have what's called Misha which is the Missouri State High School Athletic Association mm-hmm. uh, athletic association or activities association I can't remember which one it is. They have rules about that that um, like for example if we we can you know we have permission to broadcast any of the high school games that we want but if we go to like the playoffs, when they go down to Jefferson City, we have to actually sign an agreement with Mission. We have to pay them a little bit of money, which is no big deal. Um, you know. And, and part of it has to do with the fact that they do provide us with some, um, you know, uh, wh- I remember years ago we did this at the, uh, uh, before it was the Missouri Center, we did this at the old Herds Arena. And we went down there and had to um, get a phone line, and they provided all that. So in other, in other words, we paid far we paid them a fee, but they gave us, you know, phone lines and a place to sit. And it was actually pretty nice. They did a nice job with it. But... I don't know how that's going to work in Missouri if this company tries to come into the Missouri you know, area and try to like, sign up these high schools. And it gives the, this NFHS company exclusive rights, broadcast rights, both internet and um, you know, uh, streaming video and streaming audio, uh, and also all replay rights. You you know, just like major League baseball, if like if I were to if I hey, i want to I want to play the call of you know uh, Mike Shannon talking about the Cardinals home run last night. if I played that on a station, that's illegal. I can't do that because remember, if you remember you listen to games, they give that disclaimer, you know this this broadcast is a copyrighted broadcast of of Major League Baseball, and any rebroadcast reproduction or re, whatever uh, is ex- uh, prohibited without express written consent. In other words, you have to write to them and say, hey, I want to run the clip that Mike Shannon, when he when some so-and-so in the Cardinals hit a home run last night, I have to get written permission from them, and they always deny it. They go, nope, sorry, we're not going to allow that. We've got a contract with X, We're not allowing you to do that. So, so that's what they're doing with high school. I mean, I'm going like, I mean, what do you think about this? And, like, for example, like, we used to do the games in KLPW. I guess KLPW still does the games. Uh, KFAV, I mean, I know did high school sports for a while. A bunch of the radio stations around the area, the smaller stations like us, you know, we did, God, boy, in the heyday at KSLQ, we did all sorts of sports. We did high school sports. We did um, a little bit of college. We did, I think we did some St. Charles Community College stuff and some ECC. We did minor league sports. We did the Rascals. And um, the Hooters wanted us to broadcast their games, but I just couldn't get over the fact that, I didn't think it was right that a station, you know, KSOQ and Westplex one oh seven one, which is targeted at women, we would be broadcasting a team called the Hooters. I just didn't think that was proper.
0: So, it's the Hoots, Brad.
1: The Hooters. The Hoots. The Hooters. It's the guys out there Hooty with Hootie The guys It's you know.
0: like Hootie and the Blowfish. Well no, it's
1: it's it's the new reality. The guys get out there with short skirts and they have low cut tops and it's it's they they play what well, they play softball, I think, isn't it? Is it what the Hooters play? No. <laughs> stop it guess what we're done (laughs) some people would say thank god it's over (laughs) okay okay (laughs) (laughs) t-g-i-o no thank (laughs) t-g-i-d thanks god thank god it's done that's what it is okay okay we're done uh you want to listen to the podcast and by the way i'll talk about this tomorrow uh we have new streaming uh if you want to stream us on alexa you can say different things besides shelly streams you know that i got a bunch of streams came and i got criticized for one of them yesterday what Some, was that? Someone tried it and they got mad at me about it. Sent me a nasty, nice, nasty text message.
0: Nobody's you ever. You get a lot of nasty text
1: messages. Nobody's ever don't happy. You? you know, I mean, what's wrong with this world? It can't you know? Can't we do a Rodney King? Can't we just all get along? You know? Do we have to be mad at everybody? And, you know, just evidently
0: like, we can't get along. Just like that. I think that that's actually. Oh my gosh, I have to. Well,
1: no, was the nettle. We got, I got to get out of here because remember, I lose. Oh,
0: you got to get out of here. I'm sorry. I lose um, control of the Harness, thank you so much for being a sponsor. Um, Brass Rail Steakhouse, Scott Ellinger, Jeff Lang, American Fam, AmFam, um, American Family Insurance, and Caleb Hunter with Salt River Avenue Thank you for being a sponsor for uh bs in the morning and we have some other openings for sponsorship for bs in
1: the morning i I didn't tell you because we're now
0: simulcasting it on
1: ksoq 104.5 i didn't tell you this but we i picked up a new sponsor yesterday the car dealer who is that a guy down in warren county in crappville called hugh janus motors uh anyway he's going to be uh one of our new sponsors okay
0: (laughs) oh look 756 have a great day everybody peace